0: guys i am here with the man himself eric newman we're here sitting in front of the scaled beautiful just jc newman cigar factory eric tell us a little bit about yourself just to start us off
1: well i'm eric Newman, president of the jc newman cigar company third gen- generation this is my 50th year with the company Woo. and i've been to every graduation every ipcpr pca RTDA, thank you. <laughs> oh. Somebody's better be lucky than, than, than good.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we were talking a little bit before we were uh, going live, but we are all about the you know, new cigar smokers, cigar education and all that. So everybody watching they're they're learning the game, right? So you had a story that you wanted to tell, right? Is, is that where where you were going?
1: My fifty three business, I started when I was twenty four the business changed a lot. For the good but goes back beyond that to 1934 my father was still in cleveland had a downtown cleveland territory right he was in college there starting a business everywhere he went the storekeeper would hear my father's pitch and they would tell my father like a nice young man but you got to get out of this business, there's no future in it. Only old men smoke cigars. <laughs> my father goes to the next retailer, yeah. and the storekeeper says, yeah, same story. There's no future in this business. You're like a nice kid. you are you doing this business? Only old people smoke cigars. Oh, my yes. father goes home, he's a living at home. There's right. My grandfather at dinner tonight he says, Dad, I'm not sure I want to go to this business. And, and my grandfather said, why, son? He said, everywhere I went, there's no future in this business. Only old men smoke cigars. My grandfather thought for a minute, that may be true son, where there's new old men born every day. That's the best we had it yet, Had right. it then. Today there are, are new smokers, young people, credit goes to you, Adam, and the others that are bringing new people into the uh, industry. The, the right. It used to be old guys would smoke five scars a day and that was it. If you have a product, any kind of product, it's right. only consumed by old people, I mean sometimes I thought we were in the buggy whip business back in the <laughs> yeah, 80s. Right. But a whole new generation of cigar smokers and they're really starved to get education. So credit to you and people like you that explain to your listeners and the readers yeah. all the nuances of the cigar industry. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. So if you if you had somebody come up to you, right, they'd never smoked a cigar before and they wanted to learn, what's the number one thing you'd be like, all right. Here's the first thing you need to know about cigars. What would you say?
1: There's a lot of good cigars out there. I would say try a milder cigar. Right. If a new cigar smoker smokes a full-bodied cigar that would blow out his taste buds, right. you probably lost them forever. So what's the, big, what's the big deal? So you want a cigar on the milder side, with flavor, doesn't kill your your taste buds. Right. And it's not just smoking cigars. It's you would you would cut it, you would light it, you look at it, and you think about this cigar is a, I got a new black family here. It gives you pleasure, you know, for over an hour. And you know, this of 127 years in business, a hundred of those years have been challenges. We've been through two pandemics, two world wars, Great Depression, Cuban embargo, smoking bans excise tax, F, FDA regulation, but one of the saving grace of the industry has been smoking lounges. Right. Uh, you go, absolutely. You can't smoke, unfortunately, anywhere inside the United States. In the winter time, in Florida and Tampa, Wyoming, it's okay, it doesn't get that cold in Tampa. Right. If you're up north and come in Georgia, it, it, it does. So I think that what's special about our industry, we have a very stressful and hectic time in our, in our country's history. Maybe it's always been that way. You could bring two cigar smokers into a cigar lounge smoke shop, two walks of life. One could be a Absolutely. custodian, or one could be a C- C- CEO or some company. Right. You sit down, you smoke a cigar, you talk about politics, sports, w- whatever. whatever. And by the time you finish that cigar, you're best friends. There's, no, the
0: best thing about the thing, there's no other
1: pro- product you could have, like a cigar yeah. that brings people together like that. The old days, Nobody smoked five cigars a day. First of all, you can't find a place to smoke five cigars a day. (laughs) But but cigar is almost a bonding agent. It it relieves relieves stress in a very hectic world. So it's it's very special.
0: Absolutely. So I'm sitting here, I'm smoking the Julius Caesar. You told me a little bit about what this band was about, right? Julius Caesar was your grandfather. My grandfather? And he started J.C. Newman,
1: correct? Grandfather comes to this country in 1888. Was four brothers and two sisters, born in Austria-Hungary, settles in Cleveland. There's a big Hungarian district in Cleveland in search of the American dream. Yeah. His brothers became tailors. That's what immigrants did. They make clothes. Yeah. Like, frat father didn't want to make clothes. So his mother paid a cigar maker, $3 a month teaches us how to make cigars. Became a good cigar apprentice in 1890, went business for himself in 1895. And when he started, there are 42,000 licensed scar manufacturers in the United States. You have to have a license wide right yeah. of excise taxes. Right. And it was 42,000 scar manufacturers from 1895 were the only one left. This to own and operate wow. by the founding family.
0: That is awesome. So That's we, a testament to you guys and, and, and Julius and every, everybody. At Drew now. and uh,
1: every, The line goes on and on, right? Grandpa JC goes through customs. His name was Julius C. Newman. The, uh, immigration officer said, well, what's your middle name? I don't have one. You should have one. (laughs) She she says, Julia C. Newman. I'd like to be Julius Caesar Newman. My father said, that's great. He's five (laughs) feet three, 18 years old. That's awesome. 13 years old, actually, big ego. (laughs) And he was was Julius Caesar Newman. And they uh, misspelled Caesar on his immigration card. And to honor honor his, honor his 35th birthday in 2010, we came out with a scar, named after him, Julius right. Caesar.
0: JC Newman.
1: Had a picture of Thank my you. grandfather when he was 20 years old, put a crown on him, and yeah. we used oh, the original oh, oh, oh. spelling of Caesar. Caesar spelled C-A-E-S-A-R. Right. They spelled it in his immigration form C-A-E-S-E-R, so we kept the original spellings. Yeah, we launched it, them. we launched it, and sure enough, about two weeks later hit the market, we started getting letters from consumers. Says your marketing team is a bunch of schmucks. (laughs) You misspelled Caesar. It was done for a reason. Uh, They didn't know. They didn't know. My grandfather would be very proud that we named a cigar after him. Uh, He started JCM cigar company and Grandpa JC is still around in our hearts. That
0: is awesome. Well you guys got a lot of different stuff. A lot of different lines and what I really you know I got the whole grand tour right. What I really love about your brand right. You took like you know, you got the Brick House, you got the Diamond Crown, you got all the different t- lines you got, but they've all progressed so far from where they started, right? And you you kept the name.
1: We what's old is new, what's new is old. My grandfather was born the only Brick House in a little village in Hungary, and he first came to this country. I
0: didn't know that. One
1: of his first brands he came out with Brick House. It died out in the 30s. We brought it back about 15 years ago in our factory in Nicaragua. Let me show you how old that brand is. There's a label there. It says Brickhouse originally sold two for nickel. <laughs> two for nickel, those are called the good old days. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that would be nice nowadays. I'd, I'd buy a lot of Brickhouses.
1: <laughs> El Baton was my grandfather's first brands. We've refurbished it. I love ago. the
0: new look of the We're El Baton.
1: Reducing the that. El Baton. Even Diamond Crown was one of my grandfather's old brands, and it, he's had it for a hundred years, and we came out, we launched Diamond Crown in 1995. Fuente sure. was making it for us in celebration of our 100th anniversary. My father's idea, he approached Carlos Fuente Sr. in 1990 in anticipation for upcoming 100th anniversary then, wanted to make a special cigar. Didn't care whether how long it would take to make, what it would cost, even whether it so or not. Dad wanted to make a special cigar for our anniversary. And he told Carlos, I'm making a 54 ring cigar. It's 1990. Right. The biggest cigar in 1990, we made have been 50 ring, 52 ring. Really? There's no 54 size cigars. There's no 55, 54 ring molds. My right. father said the thicker the cigar, the more leaves you can blend at one time. Maybe there's six, seven different leaves. Yeah. And Dad was ahead of his time. Now you get 60 rings, 70 yeah, rings, you 80 get the rings.
0: Monsters, but Dad yeah.
1: knew thicker cigar you bring more flavor in. So that's the 54 rings, the hallmark of the original Diamond Crown. We had a cigar boom in the 90s, which was great. But as we get toward the end of the 90s, we had all the new cigar smokers. They wanted something stronger, more body, more full flavor. And they're saying you should make the Diamond Crown a heavier cigar. And Dad said we don't want to. We, we, people like the, the blend as it is. We came out with Diamond Crown Maximus, which is a stronger, right. heavier version of Diamond Crown. Then we introduced uh, uh, Julius Caesar in 2010, and Black Diamond we introduced in 2016, and we just refurbished the packaging there, right. too. Right. I
0: love the new look. I love the new look of the Black Diamond. Well, thank really you. Nice. We,
1: we had a coach, John Gruden, yeah? Buccaneers. Guy, yeah. Got a little trouble. <laughs> won the Super Bowl, though. And John Gruden's... One of his philosophies as a football team, yeah. you either get better or you get worse. You can't stay the same. So everything we try to do, everything our partners, the Fuentes, try to do yeah. is, is to get better. Better cigar, better aging, better tobaccos, better right. packaging. And so that's uh, something, a philosophy that my son drew, four generations adopted. So we're carrying on for four generations.
0: That is absolutely a testament. I mean, what does it mean to you to be able to have that family legacy keep moving on and, and from from Julius all the way down to Drew. What is that what does that sort of mean to you? I that's gotta be an amazing feeling.
1: It makes me very happy. Makes me very proud. About ten years ago major cigar company bought another cream cigar company, not mentioning any names <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah and, no. and the president of that company called me the next week and said what are you doing about succession planning? Meaning, yeah. you know, are you for sale? I had never thought about it. My brother and I own the company, and but Drew had an interest in the business since he was five years old. Really? When he was five years old. He thought, he said, "I'm, I'm J.C. New reincarnated." Drew was always interested in the business. When we were in uh, Drew's forty now, but we have a Bush Gardens Museum Park in Tampa. Yeah. But, but Drew was. Six years old, five years old, they have a zoo camp. They have animals. The last day of zoo camp, they let the fathers come in, go to the theme park with your child. Yeah. And so Drew and I go into a store, they sold cigars. It's called Timbuktu. And they didn't have our cigars in there. I was so disappointed. And Drew saw this point in my face. He said, Daddy, I have an idea. What's your idea? Why don't you give them a box of cigars to the buy a box. I said, What? Give a box of cigars to the buy a box. Six years old, He's already thinking about how to promote wow. cigars. You know, and the, the point of the story is, if we didn't have a fourth generation interest in the business, we'd sell the business. Because you right. can't put the business in your coffin and just sit you know, up. I'm just thrilled. I've handed the baton to, to Drew. I haven't let go of it yet. He's <laughs> right. pulling at it. But it thrills me to know in that he's the next generation. He's yeah. your age. Um, yeah. And just that, and the new generation of cigar smokers, new generation of ownership. Drew should be here, except Six weeks ago, he had a baby, we, we right? We have, that, have yeah. a we have a new granddaughter. Congratulations,
0: Drew, if you're watching. The first
1: girl <laughs> in our Newman business, Newman family in like 40 years. Really? But Drew would be Drew would love to be here. And this is, he's got a different vision. We opened up our factory, and uh, we, we renovated our factory two years ago, yeah. right before COVID. He wanted, to, Tampa is the fine cigar capital of the world. It was at one time there were 150 cigar factories in Tampa. Now we're the only one making cigars, but cigars are in Tampa. with Mickey Mouse to Orlando. What wine is to Napa Valley. with cars, automobile, so with Tampa. was producer I want to for it's our 125th anniversary. We want to give a present to the city. We don't want. We want. To, so we turn ourselves into a tourist attraction. We have five six thousand visitors a year. We have 35 weddings a year. We we have a three story museum, a little movie theater, and a factory event space. It, 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 and Drew I have this vision to bring people in. If you build, they will come. A lot of factories had boarding houses. We bought a boarding house across the street that was built in 1910, same year as our factory was built. It needs a lot of renovation. It has 10,000 bats. We have to get rid of the bats. <laughs> we can't get rid of the bats. We have to relocate them. So we're building a bat park across the street. We have a, we have a uh, on our property, a, we have a lot of roosters in Ebor City. Yeah. of them get hurt. So we were we we're running a operate a chicken rescue area. Um, my son wants to grow tobacco. We have some property in, in right front right by our factory to really grow tobacco. We get That's a tobacco awesome. barn and he wants to grow, raise bees and bees honey to flavor. <laughs> yeah, to, and it's just every generation. has got its all own, atheists, own vision.
0: Right, it's a whole new thing. And I
1: was telling, as Drew. I said, become a the American. He wanted to make bring hand cigar making back to Tampa. So Drew, that's a crazy idea. Labor <laughs> is eight times what it is in Nicaragua. We make right. a brick house in Quorum and in El Baton. It makes no sense. But Dad, I want to do it. Okay. And I and I he said, I want to make all American cigar. American wrapper, American binder, American filler, everything back before Trump said make America great again. Right true
0: Drew we's, was first, right?
1: <laughs> Jeff Fortune, which is Florida Sun Grown wrapper, Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, but there's no long filler grown in the United States anymore. So we got the Mennonites, Pennsylvania, growing tobacco for us. Wow. And we have cigar makers upstairs. It's hard to make cigars in Tampa. The labor, the we only have five or six rollers. Right. Most cigar makers are paying a Work basis. The more cigars you make, the more money you make. For our rollers, we said we want you to make the best cigars possible, make you a good fixed rate of pay, we want you to make 100 cigars a day, and that's it. So the incentive is to make the best cigars, not not the most. Cigars. Yeah, not about
0: quantity. Right? No, it is. And it's,
1: as I said, it's a crazy idea. But I tell you what, you wait your mother and I die. You get your inheritance, or you get it now, because it's going to cost a lot of money. He said, Dad, let's do it now. You stay healthy. We we'll want to do it now. He's got the, Every generation has its own vision. Right. I couldn't be proud of him. So
0: That is absolutely awesome. I mean, I'm I'm just so happy to be able to help bring J.C. Newman to the next generation of cigar smokers as they're learning how to smoke cigars, you know, teaching them how to, how to cut a Julius Caesar, how to light a Black Diamond. It, it really is... Uh, just exciting for me to be able to help in my little small way, show all these new cigar smokers what Jason Newman's all about. So
1: thank you, Adam. You know, part of our factory innovation, we invite all your listeners and viewers come visit us, visit us in Tampa. It really is walking back in time. In addition to making cigars the same way by hand, like my grandfather made in the 1890s, we're making cigars on hand-operated cigar machines the same machines my grandfather bought in 1930. I was telling Tampa times. That's ridiculous. That we're using old cigar machines from <laughs> 1930s, which is, oh, you mean replica machines. These aren't replica machines. These are the same machines. That that, is it's, really, it's really, really fascinating. So we invite all your listeners, come pay us a visit. Yeah. It's like walking back in time, but I think they'd really enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. I haven't been down yet either, so I got to make sure I come down i got to make sure I meet Drew, i got to give Drew a good handshake for his baby. You're the
1: same g- generation and thank goodness there's people like you and your viewers and my son Drew, the next generation, because there wasn't anybody to pass it on to. We've sold the business like everybody else. Right. So I'm really thrilled that was going to go on for the fourth generation for sure.
0: Well, I'm sure J.C. Newman will be around for a long time.
1: I'm sure my grandfather will be very proud too. He can't believe what's absolutely. happening. Absolutely. Well, but thank I, you.
0: I know, I know, he's just watching from up above, just smiling year to year. but it is absolutely incredible. Sure is. Well, I appreciate your time. Adam, Eric. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you all so your much. listeners
1: for viewing this and I thank you for doing the great service you're doing. Not only for us, but for all the other cigar exhibitors here. Bring a whole generation of cigar smokers, and introduce them to uh, the pleasure that's arrived from smoking a fine cigar. Thank you for all that you do.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.